Hey, walk stars. Today on the show, we have my friend Ashley Blaine Featherson Jenkins. I love her name. ABFJ. Some of y'all may know her by that acronym in these internet streets. She is an actress. She is a wife. She's a beautiful human. She's a podcaster. And I am so honored that she said yes to being on this morning walk with me and Libby. So I hope that y'all enjoy our conversation and take good care. Blind Nil Audio. Alex L. I'm Libby Delena. Welcome to this Morning Walk podcast. <laughs> hey, Libby. Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm doing good on my second cup of chai, so I'm feeling feeling oh, nice. You're, <laughs> you're ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to oh, go. Yeah. I can't wait for this upcoming conversation. I know. We're talking to Ashley Blaine Featherson Jenkins. She is such a divine soul, an amazing woman. I love her. Her podcast, um, Trials to Triumphs, is just fantastic. I was on the podcast probably maybe two years, a year, a year ago now. And um, her energy is just so delightful. I cannot wait to dive in with her. Oh, and she's such an accomplished actor. Mm-hmm. She has done so many beautiful things. So aside from her podcast, which I've been listening to for the last couple of months because I find all of her guests and all of her wisdom just, just oh my God. joyous. We, we, we're going to cry I, talking to her. I already I, know. I know. <laughs> so we can't wait for you all to hear it. Stay tuned and uh, enjoy the episode. I am so excited to have Ashley with us today. This is going to be a great dynamic conversation. So, Ashley, I don't want to introduce you. Introduce yourself. What? Who are you? What do you do? I know. I know. Putting you on the spot. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> well, I feel very blessed to be here. This is an amazing way to start the day. Uh, my name is Ashley Blaine Featherson Jenkins. I have the longest name ever. Some people call me ABFJ or Bash. I am I'm an actress. I'm a podcast host. I'm a vibe curator, and I'm a lover of all things that incorporate joy. That's who I am. So let's talk about joy for a second, because that has been a message that's just been coming up a lot for me. Like, how am I making time for joy? What brings me joy? How do I feel in my body with it? And this morning, you and I were texting, and you were like, I was on a morning walk, and I saw deer, and I got to feed them apples. And that gave me just the warmest feeling Mm. in my heart. And I know that it probably did the same for you. So can you tell us how walking and the experiences that you're diving into as you walk Mm -hmm. are bringing you joy? Yeah. So I have always enjoyed moving my body. Like I... I'm an actor. Obviously, that's physical. I love to dance and I like to work out. But I've, I found early on in my workout journey that like the traditional like hit stuff or like strength training, it just like I'll do it. And I think those things are great. But there was always something about the simplicity of just moving my body and walking and like being one with my body that has always been, it's always worked better for me. Even just with my like fitness goals, Walking does the trick. I don't need to do all the crazy stuff, but 
On top of that, I've also been someone who kind of struggles with meditation. And I never really understood why. Like, I have a hard time being the girl who's in a room with the music playing, sitting there with her eyes closed. And and I would be super in my head about it. Like, people are out here meditating and changing their lives. Why aren't I able to? And I realized that, like, I meditate when I walk. That's my time to meditate. I'm not listening to no music. I'm not listening to a podcast. And it's my time to move my body, be in touch with my breathing, and talk with God. That is my time. And in that, I've found so much joy. Also, I like being in nature in that way. Like, And it's cool. Like, you know, seeing the, de- the mama deer and the baby deer today, that's something that when you're just going through the motions of life that you might miss. But when you're when I was on my morning walk... It was like I was so ever present and it was so beautiful and it felt like it was just me and the deer and there were two wonderful people on the walk too. And this woman just had a bag of apples. Like you could tell she woke up that morning and sliced them, hoping that she would see deer. And the fact that like, it's cool things like that, that my path happened across their path at that very time. Had I woken up maybe 15 minutes later, I wouldn't have had that experience. So yeah, you know what it is? Like walking allows for all my senses to be open and heightened. And and in a lot of ways too, like in closing, it's ancestral. Like my, my Nana who passed away at 91 and her younger sister who just turned 92 and is living her best life, they walked every day. They just walked my whole life. I don't remember them ever having a day when they didn't walk. And so I realized recently, I was like, oh, walking is in my DNA. It's what we Oh my God, I'm about to cry. Jesus. Yeah. Like it is our key to happiness and longevity and joy and freedom. And so now that I've kind of made that connection, it like makes my walking all the more special and brings me even more joy. Oh my gosh, Ashley. <laughs> I'm, I oh. mean, I literally, I think Alex and I are both wiping our eyes. That is so beautifully, beautifully said. You just encapsulated, I think, what we both feel too, or certainly I feel. Um, I was listening to your fabulous podcast, and one of the things you also mentioned, I think it was in, in reference to walking, but Somebody asked you about what, you know, what would you say to your teenage self? And you said, love your body. Mm. And I think you even referenced walking as a way to learn to love your body and to just be grateful at the ability to move and to see our bodies as incredible, just like such essential components. Say more about that. I just, I love the question. I love the way you answered it. And it just felt so resonant, your your true joy in recognizing the love for your physical body and how you held it. Thank you, Libby. You know, this is a sad truth. I struggle with body dysmorphia. I, it's passed down. My mom also struggles with body dysmorphia. And I would say it wasn't until I turned 30 or like in my early 30s. I just turned 36, but it was like my, probably my early 30s that I knew. I was like, I have to break this. I have to break this. This is generational and I cannot, I don't know what I would do 
if I saw my daughter looking at herself the way I have spent my whole life looking at myself. Yeah, so I spent a lot of my 20s just being overly critical of myself and not me, Ashley, but my physical body, you know, pinching and pulling and not feeling confident in things. And, you know, I was the girl that would wear like, I, there's pictures of me like being fully covered up at the beach. People would be like, aren't you hot? And I'm like, no, 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 like it's fine. You know, but I had to really get into like what was behind that. And the truth was that I was focusing more on the outside than I was on the inside. And what walking has helped me do is give such gratitude that I can just move my limbs, that I have breath in my body. Like today on my walk, I was a little bit slower on my walk today, but I was really focusing on like my oxygen. I was like, thank you, God. I can... Ah, like, and that's what you do when you meditate, you breathe. And like, I was on this walk like... Wow, God, like oxygen is what keeps us going. Thank you for all of these trees. My legs are moving and I'm not, I, I don't feel tired or sore or like, also there's this thing with like aging. There will be a day that I will feel sore. There will be a day that I will come home from walking, yeah, and be like, woo, these hips, I gotta sit down for a few days. But today is not that day. And I'm grateful mm. that it's not that day. And that God woke me up this morning to get out of the bed early and go on this walk and meet these deer and meet these wonderful people with these apples and, you know, wh whatever it is. But yeah, I spent so, I had to be honest with myself, Libby, that I spent a lot of myself focusing on my physical. And the physical, when I focused on the inside, I really realized that there's so much to love on the outside. Like my outside is bomb. Like, it's so funny. I posted some pictures for my, birthday, which was just last week. And everyone said it. They were like, Ashley, you just seem like more confident, like something's going on. And I'm like, because I am, I am. Mm. My outside matches the inside. And that, that is my prayer for everybody that they can feel in their lives that their outside matches their inside. Because the way you walk, all puns intended, mm. when you are mm. in, when you are meshed in that way, is everything. It's everything. And I, I just feel so grateful that I'm in this season of my life. I finally made it to this season, but it took me 36 years to get there. And if I can help someone get there much earlier than I did, if I can make sure my daughter doesn't even have these thoughts, then I did something right. Ashley, you know, you better stop taking us to church. It is, a, win <laughs> it is a Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. So something that I want to loop, first of all, all of that is just what happens when we pay attention, when we walk through this life, that is what happens. Mm -hmm. All these different moving parts, all these micro shifts and micro moments of joy can greet us because we are paying attention. Yeah. You mentioned that walking is ancestral. Mm -hmm. And I have chills because that is just like, that's, say more, <laughs> just say more. Ah, you know, walking is ancestral. It is, at one point in time, 
it was the only way that we could get anywhere is we had to move our bodies. We didn't have no cars. Maybe we had a boat. Maybe we didn't. But we had our legs, we had the breath in our body, and we had our strength. And, you know, that's like ancestral, ancestral. When I just even think about like my more recent ancestors, you know, my mom talks about how, you know, when she was younger and there was a time that they didn't have a car and my uh, Nana was a teacher. And, you know, she just talks about so many memories of her childhood of walking hand in hand, you know, to school with her mom or, you know, to the store. And even when I was, I would spend summers with my Nana in Newport News, Virginia. We walked everywhere. We walked to the YMCA. We walked to the store to get dinner. We walked to go meet friends. You know, and she had a car, you know, at this point, you know, she had a car, but it was, I wonder if that's how she felt too. We never talked about it, but I wonder if she was like, let's get some oxygen. I want my girl to get out here and see people and greet people. I I don't really know, but I know that walking is something that we do. It's something that intuitively I think we know is good for us. It is something that we know we can rely on. If all else fails, we know we can use our bodies to get to where we need to go. And, you know, when I think about my ancestors And I think about all they went through and I think about how much they had to, even though they weren't given the best food, the best water, not even the best, not good at all, food or water or shelter. Somehow, generations later, they made it through enough so that we could be sitting here talking about my beautiful, safe, tranquil morning walk in the year 2023. That, when I think about that, I have shoes on my feet. I'm not in fear. I'm not in danger. And I'm healthy. I have organic food to eat. I have a a roof over my head. But I'm walking in their footsteps. And I know that. Like, I Mm. know that. There's not a Mm. doubt in my mind that they, they walk so that I could run. For real. Like, for real, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. And so now that I know that... I try to do that every day. I really do. It's so beautiful too because walking, we spoke with a guest who said that walking isn't always just physical. Sometimes it's what we walk through in our minds. We were speaking to Rhonda Ross and she really took us on this journey of redefining what we're walking through and how we get there. And hearing you speak, it just shows that there's so much gratitude in being able to have movement in our bodies, to to be able-bodied, to get up, make the choice to go for this walk, to think about our ancestors, to walk in their footsteps, to be present. It is just, there is so much blessing in that, that... When we peel back the layers of doing the activity walking, there is so much more there for us to learn and experience and Mm -hmm. take note of. There's this little boy whose parents share his journey on TikTok. He is disabled. He He has no movement in his legs. This little black boy, he is so cute. And his daddy teaches is teaching him how to walk on his hands. 
and how to move through the world with his hands, carrying his body with him. And it is just the most beautiful. It is just so beautiful to me that even then, even when we aren't able to use our legs, we are able to be resourceful enough to use a different part of our body to get to where we need to go. Mm. Not only is he teaching his son that you not being able to traditionally walk is not going to keep you stuck, but you are absolutely going to get to where you need to go and you are still walking in your truth and in your power. And I know that this sounds so deep. It's like, how do y'all get this from walking? But like, let's just drop down into the truth of what it is. We are all walking through something, be it physically, mentally, spiritually. And there's so much glory, I feel like, in that metaphor and being able to really look at what's in front of us and say, wow, I I can make it through that. If my ancestors can make it through that, if the people before me can walk through that, so can I. And every walk, the cool thing about, well, first of all, I just want to, honor you both for this podcast because it is a deep podcast. Like it is really poignant to talk about the art, the meaning of walking. We all do it. Those of us that are able to do it in the traditional way, that's what I will say, because we got little boy walking on his hands, push through, but Mm -hmm. we all do it Mm -hmm. every day. You all are helping us find meaning in it. Something that we do that we could take for granted every single day, this podcast is helping us find meaning in the mundane. And I think that that is really, really Mm -hmm. poignant and special, and I want to honor you both for it. But the cool thing about walking for me also is that it allows you to check in with yourself every day. Every day is different. Like today, I was slower. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. A little bit slow. I'm like, it was about 10 minutes, 10 minutes slower than I normally am. But it was fine. There's other days where I'm like, woo, I breezed through that one. What what was up with that? There's, There's other times where I'm like really pensive and I'm like thinking, working through a lot. There's other times that I'm just like floating through. Nothing's on my mind. But it it it's a good, it's a good way for me to mark where I am that day. Because normally when you're moving throughout the day, there's phone calls, there's meetings, there's podcasts, there's dinner, there's a kid, there's a husband, there's a wife, there's a friend that needs them. There's all of these things going on. But when you're doing this walk by yourself, it's the time that you have to check in with yourself and see what's really going. It's almost like you're checking your pulse. It's kind of like, what's my pulse for the day? Yeah, it, that's so beautifully said. Oh my goodness. I think your reflection that it is a way to check in with yourself, to hold space for, you know, whether you're just sort of scanning physically, spiritually, and doesn't it begin to feel like such a privilege to have that time and space to check in that way and to be curious about why is it today that I'm flowing through it? Why is why was I slower? No judgment, yeah. just curious. I think for me, it really ignites this sort of sense of curiosity about myself that if I didn't do it, I might not be as curious. I might not touch in with it as much. Mm. That's good, Libby. Might just sort of 
I might just float through. <laughs> Today for me, it was um, way too cold and I was really inappropriately dressed and I was really mad at myself. And then I got halfway through and there was a zillion hawks. I mean, literally there was hawks overhead. Makes me think of your beautiful deer. And all of a sudden my body relaxed. Whereas as I started, I was a little angsty. I was pissed off at myself for not having enough layers. All of a sudden I see the hawks, the sun comes up. I'm like, okay, now we've just walked through that mm. place. I got curious about it. I was like, I walked through that place of discomfort and prickliness and now I'm back in my body and now I'm back into a place where it, I feel more grounded mm -hmm. in where I am. And um, yeah, but I love the way you said that, which is it really provides an opportunity, a little, a little moment to yeah. really check in. And yeah. where we are. Hey, walk stars. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, walk stars. I want to turn you on to one of my favorite podcasts in the entire world. It's the 10% Happier Podcast, and it has one guiding philosophy. Happiness is a skill you can learn. And I truly believe this. So why not master it? Hosted by Dan Harris, a journalist who had a panic attack on national television and then set out on a journey of transformation. He's now on a quest to help others achieve peace and happiness. Every week, Dan talks to top scientists, meditation teachers, and even the odd celebrity in wide-ranging conversations that explore topics like productivity, anxiety, enlightenment, psychedelics, and relationships. The interviews cover everyone from Brene Brown to Alexander Draymond to Sam Harris. So, walk stars, as you know, this podcast is much more than just about walking. It's the same for 10% Happier. Think of listening to 10% Happier as a workout for your mind. Find 10% Happier wherever you listen to podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to This Morning Walk podcast. I love how you mentioned walking for you is like taking your pulse. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like taking your, your like daily pulse. And also, I feel like on every walk, I learn something. So whether it's about myself, about how I react to the world, something that maybe mm -hmm. I need to work on. And so today, two things happened. One, I realized, I had the realization that I've always been someone, again, I, I'm a very active person. I, I've, I've always been that way. But if you know me, you know that I'm always someone that's like, I do not wake up early to work out. Like I, I 
I'm not setting no alarm to go work out. I'm not setting an alarm to meet <laughs> nobody at a gym, uh, what uh, group workout. I'm not doing that. But guess what? I'll set an alarm <laughs> to go walk. That's what I did this morning. Daryl, yeah. my husband was like, you popped out of bed this morning. I was like, I sure did. What's up? Like, I there's something about. So what that taught me is that like, you you do pop out of bed from moving your body, but it's this way you like to do it. But no, you're still not going to do the early workout class. I'm never going to be that person. But I'll do a walk at seven thirty in the morning gladly. I'll happily. So I, I'm happy that I had that realization. So where I'm walking, it's called the Lake Hollywood Reservoir, and it's really, 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 really peaceful. It's um, it's about three and a half miles. It's a loop. It's all flat. And uh, it's really, really peaceful. It's it's one of those where like for half a mile, you can maybe not even see anybody. It's just, it's just wonderful. Really peaceful. You see a lot of wildlife. I saw the deer, you know, birds and it's very lush. It's gorgeous. People for the most part are really respectful on this one. It's just, you know, you know, you go somewhere and there's like a, there's like a culture or a vibe of the place. This place, it's like, everyone's really like, Hey, you know, cheery or like, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're focused on themselves. It's great. So I happened to kind of get caught at a part of the loop near another person that was walking, which didn't really bother me at first because I was like, okay, fine. But as I said, it's rare. Typically I'm not like walking at the same pace near somebody for a considerable amount of the walk. So it was fine for like the first half a mile. And the guy got a phone call and he's screaming on the phone. He's not like angry, but he's just talking very, very, very loudly. And he's a bit boisterous and he's cursing a lot. And again, my walk today was very tranquil and peaceful. I had seen the deer. I was just, you know, in touch with myself. And now I'm with this guy who's, you know, steps in front of me, screaming on the phone, talking about birthday parties and this and you know, saying curse word. I'm like, okay, this is messing up my vibe. This is, and I'm like doing the thing where I'm kind of like looking back. So I did this for like another half a mile. I was like getting upset about it. Then I was like, Ashley, this experience can still be what you want it to be. Mm. He doesn't have to ruin this for you. It's okay. Also, this is his walk too. I don't own this trail. I don't own, I I cannot dictate what happens in my life at every given moment. There are going to be things that I don't necessarily like or things that I wouldn't prefer, but they're going to happen anyway. How am I going to react to it? Am I going to let this ruin the rest of my walk? Am I going to go home? Am I going to be the person that's like huffing and puffing in my car and being like, uh, like, so I made a choice in that moment. I said, Ashley, this is still going to be a good walk. And it was. But again, it taught me that I can't control everything. My walk, I could not control that I happened to be at the same place with this man on the walk. I've walked here a million times. I've never had this experience before. But this was also his walk too. He didn't do nothing to me. He just was talking to his friend on the phone. Like if that's what he needed to do on his walk and that's what gave him peace and or he was able to handle business on this walk in a way that was good for him, great. But it didn't have to ruin mine. And so I was, again, I think that was a lesson that I needed to learn. Like moments can happen, deal with it, move through it and keep walking and keep, keep on the vibe that you were on before. It's okay. Mm, That's so real because (laughs) that has happened 
many a times to me, especially depending on where I'm walking, like the vibe is different. And that's where the meditation comes in. That's where the lesson comes in. It's like, what can I learn from this? What can I process through this? Because sometimes people can ruin your walk. Like you're in your vibe, you're moving, you're grooving. And then here comes somebody loud or somebody who may, who may be going through something and you smile at them and they frown at you. You know what I mean? Like something can shift the walk, but it doesn't have to ruin the walk. And what I've realized in my practice, especially when there have been moments of disruption around me is one, this is also their walk. And two, everything isn't about me. And so, yeah, I may be in the mood to say, hey, to my fellow walk star or smile, and they may not say anything, or they may intentionally look down, especially if I'm being completely honest, as a black woman, sometimes people will completely avoid making eye contact with me. And I don't, I hate that I have to say that, but you Mm -hmm. can just tell sometimes it's like, I don't want to talk to you. No, thank you. And I have learned to depersonalize. Like it doesn't have to be about me. It doesn't have to be about that. I offered them peace and I hope that they caught my drift, you know, the peaceful drift. Right. And so Libby and I have had these conversations too before. Like she's been walking for 12 years. I've been walking for two years. She's had many experiences and I am just really now starting to dive into my deeper lessons of this walking journey. And walking through the world, one, as a black woman is, is very interesting and two, walking through the world just as a woman, like the safety that we have to like, we have to be mindful of our surroundings. Like Libby's son just bought her like a a, a little knapsack fanny pack thing mm-hmm. with pepper spray and a lot like we, it's, it's different. Moving through the world as women is different and that doesn't have to be the dictator of the joy that we find yeah. in our walks. And that's something that yeah. I'm learning. That's something that mm-hmm. I'm learning. That's good. It can shift, but it doesn't have to completely ruin. But things will shift. I like that you said that. It can shift. That's okay. How do you recover? Yeah, Alex, I think one of the things you really uh, taught me in this practice was um, that it can also be a breathwork practice. And when the things shift to come back, and Ashley, you started this conversation this way, and when you start with your breath, I find when somebody gets me off my sort of groove or I somehow feel different after interacting with them on my walk, I actually think of you, Alex, and I think of doing sort of box breathing. And I just come, it is the meditation, right? It's coming back to that essentialness. Four steps, I breathe in, I hold for four steps, I breathe out for four steps. And actually, if I do this a couple of times, I'm right back to where I I need to be for myself. And so it's not only a walking practice, it's the meditation practice, it's the breath work practice, and it all can be sort of woven together with the outcome really being, to your point earlier, it's, this is still my walk and actually you don't get to rain on this parade, you don't get to shift it too much, I'm mm. still going to enjoy this, I am still going to get out of it what I need, and maybe what I need is uh, five deep breaths in and mm-hmm. uh, that's that, and that, that's enough, that's mm. it. It is enough to go on that three-mile walk, to learn something, to finish the walk and be grateful. Enough. Oh, Enough for the whole day. That part. Finish the walk 
and be grateful. And something else that I'm learning is what is this walk teaching me about me? I think a lot of us do look outside of ourselves for how we're feeling, right? But when we decide, hey, I'm going to turn inward, especially like if I have a wonky experience or maybe I'm feeling frustrated or tender, walking through it, as Libby says, putting motion to our Mm. emotions teaches us so much about grounding into our personal truth. Like, what is this teaching me about me? Yeah. And, you know, as I'm listening to you two brilliant women speak, I'm thinking, you know, I've been believing some untruths about myself, which are that I don't meditate and I don't do breath work, but I do on my walk. There you, <laughs> you go. You know what I mean? But if someone yes. were to ask me, if I were to yes. be in a mixer tomorrow and people are like, do you meditate, do breath work? I would be like, no, like I've been trying, but I, I don't know. I've been kind of unsuccessful, but the truth is I do it every day on my walk. It just looks different for me. That's my version of it. And so I'm just grateful. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's through this conversation that I have the the awareness that like, I do practice those things in my life. And I'm really proud that I, that I found my, my way of doing, of doing so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the, the notion of expanding the definition, right? We have a picture of what meditation looks like. We have a picture of what maybe even breath work looks like. And to expand that, I think, makes it much more inclusive. Yeah. It means we are welcoming more people in. For t- As we started this conversation, for me, sitting still is a, a challenge. It may be a good one, but for me, I, I would much rather be moving. And um, I keep going back to what you said earlier about it. T- you taking the pulse of where you are mm. each morning is just, that's so resonant. And um Yeah. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Okay. So you two Maryland people, I think it's time to talk about crabs. I I know you love crabs and bay Bay spice. Old Bay. Yes. Have you ever had, have you ever had Old Bay Libby? I love it. Okay. Okay. So there's this. When I found out she loved it, I was like, okay, so we're going to need to get together at some point and have like a real crab fest at some point. (laughs) There is, Ashley, you may have had this before, but there is this Old Bay hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had the Old Bay caramel corn? No, I haven't had that one. Sending you both a bucket. But I've had the Old Bay chip, the Utz chip, the Old Bay chips, which are great. They are delicious. Obey anything. I love it. My husband was like, I don't like Obey. I'm like, you're from Kansas City. Yeah, you don't it ain't for everybody. But like I make an Obey like pasta salad, like seafood pasta salad in the summer. Oh, you guys. Okay, that needs to go in the show together. notes. Yes, recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so just to wrap up our time together, I like to ask this question of what are you walking through this season? So we are walking into... 2024. At the time of this recording, it is December 13th, 2023. And I am curious what you are walking through or what you want to walk into 2024 Mm. with. I want to walk into 2024 as an even higher version of my best self. I also want to walk into 2024 with the faith 
that everything is going to be okay. And it sounds so simple, but faith is what I'm always trying to strengthen in my life because faith brings peace. And a peaceful life mm-hmm. can bring joy. Like it's all it's all connected. And so if I can have more faith, I can have more peace and I can have more joy. And that mm-hmm. is what I'm walking in or my, my prayer that I walk in 2024 with. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. Ashley, thank we'll you so much. Yes. We hand are in hand. So and I'm never on a morning walk and do not think of you two. So I just want to say thank you. Alex knows. I'm always like, like I'm on a morning walk, Alex. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's you, you both are just so lovely. You guys are healing and changing the world. And I'm just so grateful to be in your orbit. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. We loved having you. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Take you care. too. Hey, Alex, I hope you have a really beautiful holiday. I am, I feel like one of the real gifts of this year is my relationship with you. So um, thank you for that. Have a great holiday. I love you. I love you too. You have a good holiday and happy new year. You know, your girl, Charlie, she is ready to come visit and see her room. So (laughs) she's asking me, when can we go see Libby? When can we go? I say soon, baby, when her house is done, we are going to go visit. She misses her some Libby. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited actually about 2024. I always choose a word of the year and next year's word is spacious any variation of it. I just want to create as much space and have as much spaciousness in my world that I can. And so, yeah, I'm I'm excited about about that. And I actually would love to hear from the walk stars. Like if you pick a word of the year, send it over to us via voice note. Tell us your word and tell us why it's your word. That'd be great. I would love to hear that. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. I don't know that I know my word yet, but I think on tomorrow's walk, I'm going to explore that. Thank you for that prompt and reminder. Of course. I love you. you. Bye. (laughs) This Morning Walk is a production of Blind Nil Audio, hosted by me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you find value and meaning in the conversations that we have on the show, please share it with a friend. And consider leaving a five-star review. Also, comments on Apple Podcasts really help us out. When you do that, it introduces this show to a bigger audience. Thank you so much for listening. You are wonderful. Have a great walk. Take good care. The views, information, or opinions expressed in the series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Chip and Joanna Gaines, Blind Nail Audio, nor Magnolia.